This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and we are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and all over social media. So sit back, relax, and please get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Just trying to make it out here. Still on two hours of sleep every night. <laughs> and a special guest co-host for the week, back by popular demand, is T.S. Madison. What's up, Maddie girl? Hey, hey, Claudia. Hey, Al and the soulmates. How y'all doing? Uh, what's going on, T.S.? You make me so happy when you're here. You know what, Al? I'm so upset that you over there drinking that tea because you got to... Listen, let me come over there and rub some dicks on your chest and get this stuff out of you. <laughs> Anytime you want to. Come on over here. <laughs> All right, well, what are y'all drinking? It's Valentine's Day. I'm on the way. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing uh, tea still, trying to get rid of this raspy voice. And this, I guess I have a cold. (laughs) I'm really starting to believe that it's sinuses, to be honest with you. Maddie? Well, I'm drinking drinking some um, still Stella Rosa Black because it's Black History Month. It's black like that. All right. Well, you're looking very beautiful. Love the hair. We're kind of twinning with the with the curls, the spiral curls. Yeah, you know, cute. honey, when, I, when I'm sitting amongst the real woman, I have to do real woman thing. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you know what? Let's get on to these topics. All okay. right. Uh, Gilly the Kid shared his thoughts on Usher's moment on stage with Alicia Keys. Take a look. All you dudes is showing how sensitive y'all is and how insecure y'all is. That's what y'all doing. Y'all forget your you, you girl... Buster Raymond, and you took her back. All right, yo, you think folks are being too sensitive, or was Usher being a little too touchy? Usher is always in some mess ever since he's at that residency. Al, what are your thoughts? Too much? What what was the last part he said? What was the last part, Claudia? I missed that. What was he saying at the end? Some of your girls be busting you, basically like sleeping with another guy, having something in their mouth, you know what I'm saying? And then then they take them back. So he's saying some girls go further than that. Got it. Well, I, I I have to admit, you guys know I felt the exact same way with when Kiki Palmer was in this exact same situation with Usher. For me, in general, I'm just not grown up enough that I want to see my girl, my wife, my fiance, my baby mama with another man's penis on her butt. Period. I, I, I just feel some kind of way. I feel like, you know, if you want to do it on the side, that's OK. If you want to, like, dance with her closely, that's OK. But you got to keep your penis off my girl's behind. That's just me. But then again, maybe everybody feels like how Kiki Palmer Mamas felt. It's not that big of a deal about Usher doing it. Maddie, what are your thoughts? Or is it just a performance? Child, you know, I'm going to be messy when I say this. Honey, ain't nobody trying to give Ursha nothing. People's not trying to take no veil tracks for the rest of their life, girl. It's <laughs> only a performance, honey. Let oh, him really? get that rub and feel with the clothes on and going about their business. And he said the right thing. Yes, these women's out here done had way worse, way low down, toe up, beat up knees. Ursha is a prize. He is a prize. Let them let that woman dance and, and gyrate and shake on Ursha, honey. We loves Ursha. And what about his hand, Maddie? 
Look, Augustine, put that put that picture back up. What about the location of his hand? Well, let I, him put his hands on there. Now you would have a problem if if you came home and you had to take you had to get a new set of prescriptions, Sunday for the rest of your life. Child. That's when the problem comes in. But ain't nobody, everybody know about Earth. Ain't nobody doing that, honey. Let him put his hands on there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Plus, Usher got married in Vegas while he was there. He got his marriage license. Listen, let's be let's be let's be real here. It's a huge difference between someone that is not in the business, not a performer, is not out there putting in a fantasy and selling love songs, than you know, folks that have regular jobs. That of course this would be inappropriate if your girlfriend that works in customer service has the her fellow coworker up on her butt. But these are performers that have a hot song together for on the biggest stage in the world. Swiss beats don't have a problem with it. Then why are we? It's none of our business. These are married people and they're, they're happy. If they like it, I love it. We have some comments. Actress 29 Austin said people need to stop. They're entertainers. Weak, insecure men are the ones complaining. And TZ, that's uh, it's that Nikki said Swiss beats wasn't tripping. And neither would she. It should be. Brandon Brown said they were performing. People are just dumb and overly opinionated about the wrong stuff. A lot of people saying that. Uh, I do like what Rosemary Watson said, though. She she said it was too much. It made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah, Girl, Rosemary, Rosemary, ain't nobody going home with Ursha, child. Please, Miss Rosemary, just because you may put your panties on Ursha's neck, honey, don't, don't do that. Everybody not going home with Ursha, okay? That man just got married in Vegas. Nobody ain't going home with him. Listen, I love looking at Ursha, but I know the T, so I'm definitely going to just look from a distance. Well, Lady T said it was no big deal. And this is something that also came up about her performance. I think he was just comforting her because she hit that sour note at the top of the show that has been scrubbed from the internet. Um, so who knows? All right, but Swiss ain't mad, so we ain't. All right, staying on the topic of the Super Bowl, Boosie shared his thoughts on who would be a great fit for the halftime performance. He tweeted, if R. Kelly wouldn't have gotten trouble, his songs would be amazing at a Super Bowl halftime show. I can hear that voice now. Do you find this distasteful or does he have a point, Maddie? What do you think? Uh, I hate to have to do this. I really, really hate to have to do this. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. But I agree. As long as he put in there, if 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 uh, R. Kelly hadn't had the problems that he had or did the things that he did or, you know, wasn't uh, who he who we found him out to be, I do think that uh, R. Kelly would have turned the soup. R. Kelly would definitely have turned the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Al? You know what, Claudia and T.S., I just thought it was unusual. However, you know, it's definitely on brand with Bootsy. Bootsy to, like, why can't he just celebrate Usher? Usher's breaking records with his performance. Why can't he just celebrate Usher? What was the need for him to jump in this chat to discuss R. Kelly? We all know R. Kelly is a is a singing genius. The man can sing like no other. He's got pipes like no other. But why was it necessary for him to jump into the chat to discuss a pedophile, a pedophile, then celebrate somebody who just broke records for their for their Super Bowl performance? That's where my head was with this. And what was the point of this? Well, because he a pedophile too, child, honey. And you know, they bird well when when uh he, he said that he said that from past and I'm a troubled man. So, you know, I wanna perform at the Super Bowl, but don't nobody know nothing but wipe me down and two red bones <laughs> kissing in the back seat. That's about it. Cause after that, what he gonna get up there and rage about uh Lil Nas X? 
Go on up somewhere, Boosie. Have D-Meat a sip, said, D-Meat said R. Kelly at the Super Bowl. And does this song, does do his songs match the Super Bowl, though? Uh, Belinda Bedani says, R. Kelly's songs are not appropriate for the Super Bowl. Optimistic Lane said, of course, an abuser would think of R. Kelly before any of the artists comes to mind. Ah. We shouldn't be speaking his name. And Ansel D'Angelo says, it makes me so mad because if he wasn't a serial pedophile, it would have made for a great show. I think he's a great performer. He's amazing. Um, not a lot of high, uh, fast-paced songs. Like he's definitely good with those ballads. Um, and I do think it's normal to have these conversations. Every time someone performs, we always talk about what if and who could. I, I understand that. But um, I am, I, I got to side with you, Maddie. I am actually a little surprised the way he um, prefaced it and said if he didn't have those problems. Because the old Boosie would have just... Yes, that's progress a little bit. Yeah, I've been reading him enough, honey. He gets <laughs> yeah, <enough>. you know. <laughs> All right, social media was not here for Jermaine Dupri's recent fashion choice. He's been getting roasted left and right for the socks he wore during his Super Bowl performance. He responded to the haters by saying, "We came into this game with our clothes backwards. I ain't no regular N word. Do you think the socks were that bad, Al?" You know what? It, it, the now that I saw up close up close picture, the socks really are not that bad. But how they looked on stage totally looked like he had on Barbie socks from like you know a little girl on Easter Easter Sunday or something like that. But you know what? JD is one of the most accomplished music producers and songwriters of all times. And to me, he's a rock star. And rock stars just get the ability to do whatever and where where, where whatever they want to. They've earned it. If they feel like that that day, they should put it on. But am I the only one? And I'm not trying to be funny. This is not shade. But am I the only one who thought at first that that was CeeLo Green? No, I thought it was CeeLo Green. You thought, Green. It, was, I thought, yes, I thought was. it was CeeLo Green with some Barbie sock on. I I'm did like, too. What is, what is CeeLo Green doing out here with these Barbie socks <laughs> on? And, with these Malibu Ken Barbie right. shoes on? What in the hell is going on out here? Girl, I, listen, Al, I back you up on this 152%. Oh, He's a rock star. Of course, yes, they did come in the game with their clothes on backwards and stuff like that, you know? And he could do whatever he's want. He's rich. But, you know, it did get very zesty by the sock, but it's okay. It's all right to be zesty. I didn't like them, but it ain't my business. I really don't care what other people wear. It does not affect me unless you want a red carpet on my arm. You can wear whatever you like. That's on you. But they I, still was ugly. Yeah, they was. Absolutely. <laughs> 1,000% now. Uh, Tea Time said this was not a good look on JD. And Mr. D Boy Sexy said he thought he ate and he didn't. Glad to see him out there, though. All right. And Robin Rich said he looked like a lollipop kid. <laughs> That's some shady soulmates. All right. Monique's son calls her out after she claimed to be concerned about their relationship. It's been all over the net all day. Take a look. Uh, my mother and I both know that that is a very false narrative, and I would like to free her of having to continue telling that lie. Faith without work is dead, and neither one of us cares to put forth any effort to reconcile with the other. All right, Maddie, I know you have a relationship with my uh, with, with Monique. I know this was probably difficult, and I know there's more stuff coming uh, just weekly, so I'm going to go to you first on this. Okay, so of course the people in the comments are going to say that I'm a bit biased on the situation. Here's my thing. I'm just going to talk about it from the from the place of what I don't like. I don't like when when 
personal issues, family issues, and things where people can get on the telephone or get in person to talk about, hit the internet. Because what tends to happen is you you put your business up into a court of popular and, and unpopular opinion. Now, Monique has been very vocal about uh, the discrepancies in her family. She's been very vocal about how uh, her and her first uh son or kids that didn't have like this connection with each other. And she didn't want to make that same mistake, you know, with the, with her, her next uh, set of kids. And so I do feel like that there needs to be some type of therapy that goes on in her family. Um, I do uh, with, from what the son said, I do think they need to just sit down and not, I don't think that this should be done on the internet. And then I watched the video today of her and uh, Sydney addressing it. And I was just like, okay, um, I I grieve for it because this is stuff that's going on in the public. And like right now, while she's battling other things, trying to get herself back into a space or trying to plead her case about Tyler Perry and Oprah and all this. And then somebody from her family comes forth and just, uh, you know, airs their grievances out with her. I, I, I didn't really like that. And, um, you know, my heart goes out to the whole family in its entirety. Monique's husband responded to the son's video and he suggested that he may not be telling the full truth. He also suggested that Monique's son has struggled with mental illness, which I don't think he should have put that out there. If, uh, if he really is, I mean, if he's not ready for that to be out, Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, I couldn't agree with Maddie more. You guys know I've said this a hundred times. I don't like it when we take our family business to the internet because it's just way open to too many interpretations. And if he is struggling with stuff like that, you know, like you said, Claudia, did he want that out? I mean, is that fair to him? But I will say this, he came across extremely calm, incredible to me. He still looked like whether he has a mental illness or, or needs help mentally, that, that it, it still hurts him. And it's real. And I also like the fact that he acknowledged that his mother is good at acknowledging, but not good holistically and taking responsibility and resolving. And I think that you could hear that in his voice, because at the end of the day, it just looks like he needs some communication between him and his mother. And if she communicated a little bit more, even if it's difficult, it could really, you know, lower or lessen some of the pain that that young man is going through. When I, I listened to the whole thing, because it was a lot to listen to, but I want to make sure I fully understood his purpose. And at the end of the day, whether you guys think it was not necessary or not, that young man is hurting and his mother needs to talk to him. You know, it's easier said than done, right? Like we can all sit here and say, you know, y'all need to just sit there and talk. But how many times do we have in our own personal lives have something with someone? And like it becomes like not to be offensive to the Latino com community, but this is a phrase that they use, a Mexican standoff, like lower your gun, lower your gun. And nobody wants to go first. And usually once the one person goes first, the floodgates open. And I think that would probably be the fact because he did look hurt. And I think Monique is probably too. Uh, we have some comments here. Um, let's see. Uh, Christopher Live Love Lively, who is a longtime uh, soulmate, said, child, that grown man needs to learn to forgive his mama, especially with the trauma she's lived through. Optimistic Lane said, Monique's daddy, speaking for her in regards to her personal relationship with her biological son, is my issue. It's strange and inappropriate, in my opinion. People are really chiming in on this. So I'm sure there'll be more to cover with this story. All right, coming up next, we have our tea fact of the day. And later, Aubrey O'Day spills some tea on Kanye. <sighs> Keep it here. We'll be right back. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the soulmates rocking with us in the chat. We appreciate you every single show. All right, y'all, we can all agree that social media tends to resurface some of the most random facts in pop culture history. So it's only fair that we unpack those facts in our fun tea fact of the day. All right, y'all, in the late 1980s, Al Sharpton led a boycott against Whitney Houston claiming she was a sellout and her music wasn't black enough. Now, when Whitney passed away in 2012, Al Sharpton appeared to change his tune. Take a look at what he had to say then. Yes, she had an outstanding range. And yes, she could hit notes no one else could reach. But what made her different was she was born and bred in the bosom of the black church. All right, Al, what are your thoughts? Do you think that was a genuine change of heart? I think so. I think you guys got to remember. I know I remember it distinctly. Um, this was a sentiment of the black community at that time. Um, they felt that Clive Davis was taking uh, Whitney into a very poppy uh, type of, of genre of music and not really utilizing her 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 church background, her, her black community background. So at that time, it was very serious because it, she was positioned to influence a lot of people. So I think the question for me is obviously he spoke at her funeral. So they have amended, you know, they mended that. And, you know, I would like to hear what he has to say about it now for sure. So maybe because we are covering it here on TGIF, maybe we can get Al Sharpton to step in the chat and, and share with us about his thoughts about what he meant, where it came from in the history behind it but obviously he, he very much supports the family he very much supported bobby and whitney and um you know this happens we all have said some things in the past <laughs> oh gosh i can't wait for this near long thing to come back and bite me but <laughs> that we've said in the past that you know we felt at that time but it just didn't age well all right maddie what do you think First of all, we talking about Big Big Al Sharpton versus Little Al Sharpton, honey. Big Al Sharpton <laughs> was trying to walk down the street and Marge, honey, trying to get to beat the Little Al Sharpton. Now, here's the thing for me. Like, if y'all ain't fooling me when I was living, don't be speaking over me at my funeral when I'm gone. Somebody, Dion should have put them cigarettes down, honey, and cussed them folks out for even letting Al Sharpton come in there and speak over her funeral like that and knowing that he had said those things about her. You got to realize that we Whitney Houston broke down so many barriers for so many black artists that are that thrive in the music industry today. If it was if it was not for Whitney Houston, there would be no Puff Daddy. There would be no no Bad Boy Records. There would be no that because that, Clive took that money that she made him in, to invest it into that. So Whitney Houston is responsible for so so much of the black legacy and black people that were that were talking against her back in that time ought to be ashamed of themselves right now. That woman was driven to her grave for trying to strive to be the best black version of herself that she could. I remember she was trying to get away from doing all that 
uh, being, you know, known for being pop and getting over here doing these uh, I'm Your Baby Tonight albums and right. trying to do that We Got Something In Common album with Bobby Brown, honey. Like, you know, we as Black people have to be more cognizant of the things that we say about our, our Black leaders and our mm -hmm. Black folks that, are, that occupy public space because we don't know how damaging it is. We need to be supported all the way around. I don't like to expand it even outside of uh, the celebrity world. I just think, I think in the big picture sense of things, I think this is a problem, especially in the black community. Like we just do this to each other, don't we? Yeah. We like want to dictate you're black enough. You're black like this. You're not, you're black like this, not like that. All these other things we say, you're a white girl. You're, you're like, she was called these things. And we have a comment here. Uh, Sharice Taylor said the black community broke Whitney's heart. Imagine you grow up black. No one ever tells you anything different than you don't feel you're anything different than a black woman. But you're not the same. You're not a cookie cutter singer of black music, but you're black. So therefore, your music you make is, in fact, black music. We got to get out this monolith thing that we all have to be a certain way, hit the notes the same way for us to be deemed black enough or whatever. Talk the same way, dress the same way. I think it's dope that we got a whole bunch of different shades and a whole bunch of variations of blackness. And we got to stop like further dividing ourselves based on this nonsense. I see it all the freaking time in the comments, in comments on, uh, on social media, under any Instagram post. It's like we want to sit here and pick apart who we want to deem black enough. And I think this is terrible. Whitney Houston, one of the best, greatest black female pop stars, vocalists, singers, whatever you want to say, checking off all the boxes had to die feeling like she wasn't black enough. And then you run down there and give Mariah all the accolades like, as if she was black. That's what we do. Trevor Mitchell. And, and why do we have to wait till someone dies to say something nice? Sure. That's another thing that really irks me. Uh, Brandon Brown said, thank God she did have great pop success because she didn't write. Her voice and pop success wrote and cashed her checks. And uh, Trevor Mitchell said her uh, his commentary caused her a lifeline Lifetime of trying to overcompensate, that's what happens, by being extra Black. This is when she went into the, like you said, Maddie, I'm your baby tonight era, and she had more urban style. You keep doing this to Black people, they're going to overcompensate, then you're going to criticize them for not being authentic enough. Make it... In other news, Usher is a married man. He reportedly married Jennifer Cochia. Coach, how do you say her name? Cochia in a lost, well, don't matter, Raymond, in a Las Vegas wedding ceremony. Do you think, what do you think about this news? Uh, Maddie, what do you think about this? Honey, it ain't what I think about it. I was reading the comments, honey, and the girls was down there asking, honey, is she trans? I was like, wait a minute. Ooh. I had to look at the picture like three or four times. I had to get Ooh. my glasses and put it down at the end of my nose and be like, What you see, Maddie? What you see? What you see? I was like, Oh, what okay. you see? <laughs> you know, I can't really tell these days, honey. We looking like <laughs> we looking like the real thing, girl. But you know, that ain't none of my business. That's all I got to say. That's what the people said. I was reading in the comments. I said, oh, my God. They were definitely coming for her saying that. They were saying she's white. They were saying I hope that she's baked. They were saying a whole bunch of stuff. But what know, is that name? Is she Italian? Kind of looks like that. The last name was given Italian, mm -hmm. although I still, still struggle with it. What do you think? I say congrats. Congrats, Usher. You know, um, he chose a uh, very memorable. You know, he went down in history. So, I mean, he killed two birds with one stone. Congrats. And I wish him and his wife uh, um, all the best. Well, how many stones does the bird got? 
<laughs> yeah, this is us. Third I'm staying positive. I'm trying to find a positive here. <laughs> we'll see. Oh. This is this is Usher's third marriage. So he does at least he make he makes wives out of his. He does. Yeah, and at least also I Usher. Like that. I like the fact that Usher Usher has babies. His baby mamas are black women. He's got black kids. I love it. I I really appreciate that about him. Bless All his heart. Right. And hers too. <laughs> okay, we can move on because Usher is on a high. So we want to leave him there during Black History Month, don't we? Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a 24 year old woman was arrested after running over a New York police officer. When questioned, the woman said she did it on purpose. According to authorities, the incident occurred after the officer tried to pull her over for driving on the wrong side of the road. Can you believe this, Al? What do you think about this? You know what? I I, I just find it sad um, because she hit the officer and she didn't get hardly any, any um, charges. I mean, I was really shocked about the charges that she got. And that was so interesting. It made me do research. Did you know that 30% of all in line of duty officers who die is due to being hit by a car or, wow. or being crashed into. So I don't understand why they haven't raised the penalty for hitting officers. I think it's a very dangerous job. And, and, and there should be a little bit more accountability for hitting officers because a lot of them end up extremely hurt, disabled, can't go back to work, or in 33%, they end up dying. Maddie, what do you think? Now we're not gonna act like all these officers ain't is innocent and they don't need to be run over. <laughs> but you know, I don't know what happened in it. What what happened in this situation? Like, did, did, was it a routine stop? Like, did she just just want to hit it? Like, what happened? She was on the wrong side of the road already, right? So she's seeming like she's just reckless driver. Oh, so she got something wrong up here. I think so. Knock oh, up. Get us some help. Everything now is a mental health thing now. You know what I mean? Some people are just jacked up in a hot mess. Uh, April Seward said she looks like she's had a hard life. And uh, Sean Andreas said the purge. Y'all ready? And Leah said, well, now she's purposely going to jail. Leah's that. Get her off the road. We don't want her around. Coming up next, Aubrey O'Day spills some tea about Kanye West. And later, Azalea Banks calls out Beyonce. Oh, this won't end well. We'll be right back. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Aubrey O'Day is out here speaking on Kanye West's package. She said he could put it over your entire body and you'd go missing. What do you, do you think Aubrey could have kept this to herself? Now, Maddie, yesterday we talked about <laughs> you and some people said, oh, Claudia didn't have to bring that up. Although we've already discussed this many, many times. And the topic was this. What say you? I'd like to see it. 
<laughs> I, I'd like to see it. If it can cover her whole body, I'd like to see it. Mm. But she got a lot of uh, she got a lot of towel and, and uh, a towel grout in her. I want to see she got a lot of towel grout and and uh, 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 mayonnaise and stuff in her like I do. And and she's she kind of wide and swole up up in here. So if it can cover her up, it definitely could cover me up. And I'd like to see it. <laughs> have you heard these rumors before about Kanye? Because I have. You have? Yeah, yeah, I have heard that about Superhead. Him. Superhead wrote about it. Oh, Holy. she did. Oh. All these gifted and highly blessed and highly favored and all that. I'd like to see it. You know, they always say crazy women have the best vagina. I think crazy men, a lot of times, sometimes they got it going on too. Al, have you heard this rumor? Uh, yeah, the Superhead shared it. You know, in one of her books, she shared it. But you know what? And you guys know on this show, I've I've kind of always stood behind um, Aubrey O'Day. She did. She was the one that brought us brought forward the conversation around Diddy, and she was right. But in this particular case, this is media piggybacking at its finest, and it's giving me very thirsty vibes, and it's just unnecessary. So I don't know. I, and we know that Kanye is dropping an album. She's trying to stay relevant. So there she's going to step in the chat and share this type of stuff. This ain't nothing new, Aubrey. And and please, you've been doing good. At least in my opinion, you've been doing good. We gave you one with Diddy. But don't start this piggybacking because it's baby. I'm going to tell you right now, you're looking real thirsty when you do stuff like this. But I'd like to see it. Exactly. I, listen, if it wasn't for people like Aubrey O'Day, we would have no show. So keep on running your mouth, Aubrey. Keep telling us about people's who else got a lot of me. We'd like to know. And mm -hmm. Maddie, and you'd also like to? I'd like to see it. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Speed of Kanye, he set the hate straight when it comes to posting his wife. Watch this clip. Yo, I just want to tell everybody I posted my wife three times on purpose. So what I'm saying is, I delivered the album. Then people still in my comments talking about, why are you posting your wife? Cause she make me happy. What are your thoughts on this album? Um, I'm glad she makes him happy because it seems like he's not very happy otherwise. I'm glad he makes that she makes him happy, but I still don't feel it. I mean, it, it kind of feels, still feels to me, looks like to me with her walking out with rocking around with no shoes on, barely having clothes on, covering her breasts, lifting them up. It still looked like she's being held hostage. So I understand you're happy, Kanye, but can we please allow your beautiful wife that makes you happy, according to you, can we hear her talk? I just want to know if she's okay. So even if she can't talk, Bianca, if you're okay, just blink. Just give twice. us a blink or some. Just a blink. If you're okay, blink twice or three times. <laughs> yeah, right. Stare at the camera and just give us the eyes. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> but here's the thing. I want to say these women that date Kanye clearly can see that this is, they do this for publicity. They don't really love Kanye. I, I, I ain't trying to be funny. They really don't love Kanye. They come in there to gather up all the publicity that they can get and then things happen and then they move on and stuff like, girl, we'll find out what really happened the moment that everything goes yes. away. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much so yet in my heart still praying for Kanye. Kanye missed his mama. He missed her. And she was really his rock and his grounding. And like that's missing for him right now. And not one of those women that he's married looks like his mom or is, is or is any resemblance of his mom. And so, you know, I, I'm yet praying for Kanye. You too, Claudia. 
Yeah, sure. I'm praying him to shut the hell up because I'm gaslighting. Listen, I, I used to really feel bad for Kanye. And and I do have some empathy for him because I, I, I don't know what it feels like to to actually have experienced the death of a parent. Now, I have a parent that's absent in my life, but I know he's still alive. And if I wanted to pick up the phone, I could call him. I know he was really close with his mom and it must be devastating. But I also feel like are we giving him an excuse every single time he does something like there's so many people in the world that are fully functioning adults that have lost a parent. You know what I mean? And I don't know, but I, I know different strokes for different folks, but it's the attention seeking. We talk about Aubrey O'Day. Kanye to me is just as bad, if not worse. He's doing this stuff all the time. He does stuff. Then he's like, what? You know what I mean? Like you have your wife in plastic and no shoes. Of course, we're going to talk about you. You were doing all this weird stuff. We hear, we see more about your wife than we do hear about the music. And you should be using that mind for your music, Kanye. Like, I do hope you get some help and some, you know, meds and get you get yourself back right because it's giving very weird, very weird. And I don't want to see it. I don't. And why do right. women, why do these women put themselves in these, well, I just said why. No, I agree with you. I 100% agree. At this point, no one can act like, well, I didn't know he was like that. There's some people that come present really buttoned up and great and fantastic, charismatic. I feel you on that. But anyone who's lined up for this man after we've seen it all play out with Kim and the other girl, the white girl with the makeup, I forgot her name, the weird makeup. Um, we know what it is by now, right? Yeah. Right? Like, there's no surprises here. You kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a cloud. Chrissy Budget, Chrissy Budget says, wow, they look a mess together. <laughs> Auntie Meemaw says she always looks like she's cold <laughs> and freezing. <laughs> so true. And Ramon Rosado said, why is he walking around looking like this if he's rich? And Desiree Smith said, I think Kanye is talented too, but he's lost and he's not mentally stable. And people act like he knows what he's doing all the time, but he doesn't. I think he knows what he's doing, sweetheart. Sorry on that one. I think he's one of those celebrities got a whole bunch of people around him that go, yes, everything you do is amazing. Yeah. And, and, and there's no pushback. So he just goes and just does whatever. He has nobody to check it. Uh, all right, next up. Coyla Ray expressed her feelings about being cute on the outside, but sad within. In a series of tweets, she wrote, I'm so cute on the outside, but a true sad girl on the inside. And I haven't let go of certain bleep I'm still holding on to. And I can tell it'd be bleeping with my thought process. Wow. Have y'all ever been suffering inside but had to hide it behind a brave face, Maddie? Yes, of course. Uh, there's been so many things that have that has happened in my life that I've had to wear a smile. Um, there have been so many uh, ups and downs that I've had. Like, listen, majority of the people that have seen me uh, have watched me grow on social media. And there's been things that has happened in my life on social media that I had to wear a face for that and i was secretly not secretly but it, it i was hurting on the inside and i really wanted to fight i really wanted to defend myself when when all i could do was just put on my face and keep going so i totally feel her on that you know and it's so hard right yes it's like you feel fake you're like this ain't been how i really am this smile is like mad fake right now it's like yeah but you know this is what makes me uh and when people, some people don't get my humor. I, I hide, I bury myself in my humor, like, you know, and I'm able to take the things that have happened to me and make a joke out of it and, you know, keep going. She does have daddy issues. I see KC uh, said that Koi got daddy issues and it's sad. So, yeah. Well, this is one time, if you ask me, 
um, and I know Benzino, I know you watch uh, TGIF. So this is one time that I would like for Benzino to step up. He always talking about his daughter. This is a time that you need to speak on your daughter and find out, speak to your daughter and find out what's going on with her. What's making her feel this way? Because I can imagine with her surge, because this young lady has surged over the last couple of years in the, in the entertainment industry against all the odds, that she probably do need her dad right now. She needs somebody with their experience in the industry that you guys take y'all's differences off of the internet and be a father daughter, uh, be a father to your daughter because she needs you right now. I hate seeing her write this and put it out there because that means she's really hurting. Once again, nobody wanting to go first. And I think in this case, it should be the daddy. You know, he has more experience in the game. And Benzino and her share something and they both were very much ripped apart on the internet. Um, when she first came out, there was a lot of jokes about her. People did not want to take her seriously. They critiqued her flow. They critiqued her body. They critiqued everything. It's a gorgeous girl that actually powered through all that criticism and got herself a hit or two. Like She is really working and doing her thing. And I think she's still maybe a little damaged from that criticism. Like People think because you're famous, successful, or beautiful that all those negative things don't hurt you. They hurt you. If yep. you're a human, you are hurt by negativity. I don't care how rich you are. I remember being at a, a movie premiere one time and Tom Cruise, it was a movie that um, Jamie did with Tom Cruise. And he was talking about how he's affected. Tom Cruise, one of the biggest stars in the world, affected by what people say about him. And I'm not saying that that's the only thing that Koi may be going through, but I just wish people would be a little bit more kinder to each other, especially on the internet. This is a young girl. And Benzino... I know you've been through it yourself, so you're probably the best person to give her this advice because you've been ripped apart on the internet as well. I know that that hurt you as well. I right, keep it locked because coming up next, Azalea Banks calls out Beyonce and later a man is charging women to come see him and he ain't cheap. We'll be right back. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. All right, Azealia Banks is not here for Beyonce's country era. She wrote, them critics are not just going to accept an ugly blonde wig and bullying from Jay-Z. Beyonce, please stop the madness, the gay baiting, the overtly narcissistic attempts to lazily encroach into a genre you think your popularity is going to gain accolades for you in. Wow. If she could only write and make a song with that, those literal skills. What do you think about what Azalea Banks had to say about Beyonce? Now, I know you've said things about, you know, in support of her, her music, her talent. What do you think about her speaking on Beyonce? What she's saying about this? Well, I will tell you this. I, you know, she's always been very vocal and 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 can say some stuff that's that that can be interpreted as extremely negative. But I got to be honest with you, Claudia. I've been reading the comments surrounding this. And, you know, the country music fans are just a different group of fans altogether. And this was the first time that I am seeing people 
openly shade Beyonce. And I was devastated because, you know, Beyonce to us can't do any wrong. But I do have to agree that country music and K. Michelle has talked about this before. Country music, simply their fans do not play about their music. And a lot of them are saying that, hey, you know, this is a good song, but it's really not an authentic, an authentic country song. So in this particular case, you know, let's take, you know, let's forget what Azalea Banks said and let's really concentrate on the genre and country music. This is one that we're going to have to wait and see. Well, honey, I'm going to tell you like this. I would really live for Azalea Banks putting a lot of her energy into her music because I think Azalea Banks is a, is a very talented artist. And I think mm -hmm. that she is like a very strong rapstress. But I'm gonna tell you like this, the numbers ain't lying. Beyonce occupying the number one and the number two spot in the country genre at this exact moment right now, honey. And she dropped during the Super Bowl and she's occupying one and two spot on uh, US iTunes. So uh, I don't know what they talking about. Men talk, women talk, honey, but the numbers talking the right way. So obviously she she came in knowing what she was doing. And again, like I said yesterday, country music uh, uh, belongs to us anyway. And she's, she's coming to reclaim our time. Thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, bro. It, it just comes off irritating because it's like, Azealia, well, sometimes she does have some points that make sense, right? That are cohesive. Uh, it just gets bitter. Like, I don't ever hear her working on her own music. I never hear anything about her artistry anymore. Like, I don't know when the last time she dropped anything is. And it just sounds like it comes off as just hating from the sidelines of people that are a million times more successful than her. So, I don't know. All right, moving on. Tyrese is uh, claiming that his girlfriend, Zelly, uh, recently broke up with him over his upcoming album, he wrote, me and Zelly just broke up over some dumb bleep. She demanded that I cancel my album because there are too many songs about my ex on there. What are your thoughts on this, Alex Goody first? <laughs> we love covering some Tyrese here on TGIF. Um, Tyrese reminds me a lot of Kanye West. I think the two of them use the internet as their therapy. And for me, that's just not productive. I think the two of them honestly should take a break from social media. I've said this a hundred times. And they really need to go see a psychologist or a psychiatrist to help them with what it is and how they process things in in especially things that they read off the internet now although people want to ignore the signs a lot of celebrities a lot of celebrities are addicted to the internet a lot of people are addicted to the internet they're addicted to the likes they're addicted to the comments they're addicted to the follows and they're also addicted to the negative comments believe it or not because it feeds them and making them feel validated or realized and i think with kanye and tyrese that is exactly the case even the negative comments you would think would take them off of the internet but it won't because it internet energizes them. It makes them feel relevant. It makes them feel seen and they like it. And that's how you know you have a problem when you can't distinguish the difference between good and bad. I think both of these men are extremely talented. I just wish that they would seek the help that they need because they're in an emotional space mentally that just cannot continue to do this healthy. 
Al, I totally agree with you with that. Like, I do feel like that the that the internet feeds Tyrese. We sat up there and watched him cry. What more do you want from me? Right. <laughs> and we said everything because I want to see him go through all this. Honey, he's a he's a walking he's a walking John Singleton movie. He is right. definitely baby boy. You know, give it, give me all of it. I want to see all of it, child. I want to see it into the to the train wreck, baby. Give me all of it. <laughs> you know, so I you don't this... want him off the net, huh? No, I I want to see all of it. I want to see him pass some more. I think this is someone that definitely weaponizes his celebrity against girlfriends because he wants us to love them when he first gets with them. This is my newbie and queen instead of Samantha. And then when he gets with this one, that she's everything like her and, and shade the other one. And he puts out this stuff. So, you know, you don't if you don't think those fans are not harassing both these exes right now, you are in for something. They are doing that. And Tyree, stop doing this. Speak to a therapist. Do something. Write a song about it because it is very... It has taken all your sexy away. Yeah. All right. To all the uh, hopeless romantic soulmates out there, we have your weather forecast for Valentine's Day. In a fun segment, we like to call Soulful Forecast. Please welcome Fox weather meteorologist, Kiana Lewis. Hey, Kiana, how you doing? Beautiful. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here with y'all. Well, are you ready for Valentine's Day tomorrow? I am ready for Valentine's Day. I love Valentine's Day. I love February in general. So Valentine's Day, I'm really excited for. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, we have uh, soulmates scattered around this country. So what can our supporters based in Houston, Texas, Los Angeles, California, and Atlanta, Georgia, expects in the weather forecast for tomorrow? Let's start with Houston. Yeah, Houston H-Town. Listen, y'all got some good weather. Um, for the most part, dry conditions. So I think that's something that's certainly a plus. But once y'all get into the dinnertime hours, temperatures are still going to be fairly warm in the 60s. Cloud coverage takes over from there, and we do have temperatures falling into the upper 50s. So definitely want to bundle up for our soulmates heading beyond dinner, maybe to that late night movie spot. Yeah, it's going to be a bit chilly as you head into the evening hours. And then we have, I believe, up next is Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's forecast looks pretty good too. Atlanta looks good. We have temperatures in the 50s around dinner time, and it's a clear sky too. So not too bad if you're trying to catch the sunset uh, heading into the evening hours. And then we have one last spot. I know a lot of our soulmates are out of LA. LA looks pretty good. We have temperatures in the 50s, dry conditions again, a bit cloudy, but again, our temperatures falling back to the 50s as you head later into the evening. Kiana, I'm so glad you're back. Thank you so much for that Super Bowl forecast and also for this Valentine's Day forecast. You know, the question I had, you already answered because I wanted to know, do you have any suggestions on how they can best romanticize their, you know, their day based on the weather? And I wanted you to start with Atlanta and talk to me about Houston and Los Angeles, but I think you pretty much covered it unless you want to share some more tips on how they can romanticize their day. I have a couple of spots. So I'm big on dating. I love dates. So I figured I would come up with some for some of our soulmates. So if you're in Atlanta, you said we want to start with Atlanta. Yeah, let's start with Atlanta. The, the Skyview Ferris wheel is going to be one of the things that I think is pretty cool. With the warm temperatures for the daytime hours, you can catch the sunset here. You can see downtown LA, Centennial Park. I did not forget about our single soulmate. So we do have a rooftop party for y'all at the Buckhead Social. They're going to, they're going to have uh, live performances, live music and a fondue, a chocolate fondue station. So I thought that was cool. Uh, Houston has a pretty good thing going on here where we have like 
this art installation that's happening. So you can start stargaze with your lovebird mm. if you want to. And this is actually based off of the sunset. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Uh, the lights synchronized with the sunset. And then LA, drive-ins are back. So if you want to go to the theater, um, tomorrow they're playing Poetic Justice, which is a classic. So I definitely suggest doing that. Oh, where is that drive-in? I don't even have a car, so I don't know why I'm asking. I can walk <laughs> in, though. <laughs> Listen, I'll come pick you up after Keanu tell me how often does the weather impact couples' decision to celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, T.S. Madison, I think it really depends on where you live. Yesterday you were talking about how you got impacted from the storm. So Georgia, typically, around this time of the year, you do get in some, on some wet weather for Georgia and Atlanta. Um, if you're in areas like New York, we had some snow this week, so that probably throws you off for Valentine's Day. It's really dependent on where you are. Even in LA, we're talking about LA, atmospheric rivers typically kind of throw people off. You got quiet conditions this year, take full advantage of it. Kiana, mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us and giving us the Hi. breakdown of the weather forecast for Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. That's right. Happy I hope Valentine's you have an amazing Day. one. Thank you so much for that. Coming up, a man is charging women to come visit him. He said pay him his bread. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Peace out. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Welcome back. All right. A man claimed that while he was in prison, he was charging women $2,500 just to visit him. Take a look at this clip. You didn't even visit me in prison until you sent me at least $2,500. Like, that was like the hurdle. Like, if you thought, like, you had to pay out your way. You got to pay out your way. $2,500. You me until. In prison. Yeah, yes. Because this is the thing. This is what you're paying for. I, and, I and, thought I heard it all. Not, not, all right. What do you have to say? To the women who are allegedly paying to visit this man in prison, Maddie, uh, your face is looking like mine right now. What you think? <laughs> uh, he must have really had them over there with some phone sex to get them to come up there to pay $2,500, baby, because I don't see it. That man hairline started way over here, honey, and go way back here around his ear. He should have took $25 of them $2,500 and invested him in some Beijing. They should have been bringing him some Beijing <laughs> to cover up this spot from here to here. Ladies, you sound like a damn fool giving that man your money and then when he giving that other man in that cell he with his potato chips get out of here <laughs> well you know the the nudes were leaked on twitter <laughs> if anybody saw them i will say this though even though i do think he's a very handsome dude the body and the penis did not give me twenty five hundred dollars worthy or the hairline, child. Get some Beijing, honey. Get it here. You know, this ratio is hard in these streets when women are paying these average-ass guys $2,500 just to come communicate with them. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad in these streets. It's tough. All right, y'all, in honor of Black History Month, we're going to play a fun game of 
Gotta Go, the movie edition where you choose one film that you would remove from a list of classics. So always play along with us in the chat. Y'all ready to play Gotta Go? All right. All right, let's cue the music and let's get this game started. First up, we have Boomerang, Love Jones, Soul Food, and Poetic Justice. Which of these classic films gotta go? Al, which one do you think? No, it's Black History Month. I love all of those. Oh, if I have, but I, I, I don't know. Pass me. You gotta answer, Al. It is uh, your job. The people wanna know. Boomerang. What? Oh my God. I don't know. I just. I wish I didn't let you go. Go ahead, Maddie. Bye, Poetic Justice. Bye, Janet. We couldn't hear you anyway, girl. Bye. Oh, Boomerang's like my all-time favorite. Uh, uh, soul food? I don't know. All right, next we have House Party, Friday, The Players Club, and The Wash. Which one got to go? Maddie, we're going to eat first this time. Buy The Wash. Yeah, I'm going to say buy The Wash. Watch that on down the street. Buy Wash. We all agree on that one. Same. All right. What about School Days, Brooklyn, New Jack City, and Fresh? Which one got to go? Bye Fresh. Bye Fresh. Bye Crooklyn, because I can't remember it. Wait a minute, I, you don't remember Crooklyn Queen, is it? Oh, I don't. Cool. I'm old, Maddie. This memory ain't really memory anymore. I don't know. <laughs> All right, next we have The Best Man, Waiting to Exhale, Life, and How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Which one got to go? Oh, come on, Claudia. This is hard. If I got to get one, I'm going to do Life. Life. Oh. It was good too, I know. Can you roll it back so we can see the choices prompter? Cause we, we all got Maddie, which ones? Bye Stella. We don't listen to you. We don't, we worry about you getting your groove, bro. He was gay anyway, girl. I love Stella got a groove back. He was gay anyway, girl. You ain't getting nothing. You still got to go get another groove. Bye girl. This is the hardest one. And I'm reluctantly saying the best man, but I don't want to say the best man. Cause I like all of them. Oh, that was so hard. Last but not least, we have Ease Bayou. Why do fools fall in love? White man can't jump, and what's love got to do with it? Which one gotta go? Because it's Black History Month. White man, <laughs> white man can't jump. <laughs> By Woody Harrelson or whatever Woody thinking Yeah. You there? Bye. Jump off the damn side of the damn road. Bye, girl. Even though Rosie Perez ain't black, she's Puerto Rican. I can't let her go. I'm gonna go with East Bayou. I don't really wasn't really feeling that. All right. Okay, y'all. No! That was no! fun. Huh? I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and T.S. Madison for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch again tomorrow and hit that like button. Run those likes up. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off, and we will see y'all back here tomorrow. Fun show, y'all. We'll see you back tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Bye, Have a nice night. Bye. Bye.